This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a preschooler. And I'm Teresa, a working mom with a toddler. This is a show about life after giving life. We all need a place to vent, so don't listen with your kids because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we talk about food and kids and are joined by kitchen living expert, Corianne Etienne. Woo! Wow! Yeah, yeah. How are you? Good. How are you? Pregnant? Cool. Yeah. Good, you're still you, pregnant. You're That's still a pregnant? positive thing you, at this point. Are you still pregnant? I am, yeah. 32 weeks today. Wow! Yep, getting there. You are 32 weeks? Yeah. Holy shit. I know. You're going to have a baby soon. Really soon. Like really soon. How many yeah. weeks is that left? Like six weeks? Well, in six Seven weeks, weeks, I'll be, well, so. It's 39. Yeah. I mean, Simon was five days late. So if I, if we're going all the way to 40 <laughs> weeks, if we're going all the way to 40 weeks, I've got eight weeks left. My face is just like this permanent like <laughs> clinch of like anxiety and stress whenever I think about Teresa being this close uh, I'm like your baby could so just come out though and be like barely okay he probably I, I mean hope he it better to than stay yeah, in I do too I'm just saying 32 yeah. weeks yeah 32 weeks it's like past it's past the viability point by a Whoa. pretty good it's pretty good margin so. it's pretty good yeah how about you you're at Twi- well it depends on who, yeah 28, 28 I mean yeah my doctor's yeah 28 27 mm. and a half 28 alright we're entering the third yeah yeah cool. time for more misery yep um <laughs> speaking of misery today I just want to briefly talk a little bit about uh, some yeah. stuff that Katie Bell's been going through. Yeah. So for like the last three weeks, Katie Bell, every two to three times a day, at totally different times of the day, announces that she has a stomachache. Mm-hmm. Like the first week, we were like, well, have you used the potty? Mm-hmm. And most, <laughs> most yeah. of the time, the answer is no. Yeah. And you get on the potty and... Yeah, she says she feels better. Or let's stop eating hot dogs today. (laughs) Or, you know, like, are you, you know, like, what, you know, just, you know, try and figure out, are Mm -hmm. we eating something funny? Is it a bug? Is it, you know, just that you're holding it Mm -hmm. in? Two weeks pass. Again, it starts to come up. By week three, it's like towards the end of the year for preschool, for her class to be over before we take a week off and come back. Mm-hmm. And uh, her teacher says, you know, she woke up from a nap today with a stomach ache, but she didn't have a fever, so we didn't call, So I just want you, but I wanted you to know. And I was like, no, it's okay. She's been talking about it for a couple of weeks. She's been saying that she's had a stomach ache, but she has no fever. Mm-hmm. It's not slowing her down. She's not, there's nothing else happening mm-hmm. but this talk of a stomach ache. And she said, well, maybe it's just nerves and, like, anxiety about starting pre-K. And I was like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> whatever because my kid only talks about how excited she is about pre-k mm-hmm. like every day i'm so excited about it so week passes and again the stomach aches keep coming up and i turn to step in at this point in time and i say all right i'm i'm getting a little concerned about mm-hmm. the stomach aches because it's consistent and even if it's just that we're holding it in you know or maybe we are feeding or something. Maybe we have a food allergy starting. Maybe we have, you know, I just feel like we should start paying better attention to this stomachache thing. Mm-hmm. But she's not throwing up. There's no diarrhea. There's no Is she, signs. like, visibly really, un- like, in pain? Is no, she crying? No, there's nothing. She, she just says, she's I like, have a stomachache and then stomach that's ache. it. 
Yeah, but she's never like, I have a stomachache, I shouldn't go to school. Right. I have a yeah. stomachache, I should lay down. She's I have a stomachache. It's not It's not the classic, I have a stomachache, I need some medicine. I need some medicine, yeah, because, you know, she's kind of a Tylenol <laughs> yeah. crack addict. Yeah. Uh, so Simon was, does that with his teeth. He's, yeah. like, he's like, my teeth hurt. I need some medicine. I'm like, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. Tough it up. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, you know, I, we should be paying attention a little more to it. So I mm-hmm. start... You know, looking online, I start, you know, uh, doing, you know, research. And it keeps coming back to, it could be, like, nerves mm-hmm. or anxiety. And I'm like, but she's totally happy. Right? I'm like, sure, we're moving into a new house. Sure, she's got a baby brother coming imminently. Sure, she's starting, you know, she just started pre-K with a whole bunch of new rules and, like, you expectations. know, dema- expectations. Yeah. But, she, but it can't be anxiety she about anything. about it. I, mean, I ask her all the time, like, are you nervous about this? Or does this, you know, are you worried? Or blah, 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 blah. I mean, Lord knows we are the kings and queens of preparing Katie Bell for stuff. Right. You know, you're going to help us pick out paint color for your room. It's going to be your room. We'll do this. We'll do that. So we've been, like, really inclusive of all this. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, like... The day, like literally the day after I started like a stomachache journal, I was like, oh, we're going to start a stomachache journal. <laughs> you know, like, I have to do something. I have to do something. <laughs> she wakes up. She's been having like a lot of nightmares recently. And she wakes up. Another with, sign of anxiety. Sure. Whatever. No. <laughs> child. Anyway, she wakes up in the middle of the night. Mama had a nightmare. We moved into our new house and we lost my puzzle. My puzzle, we lost my puzzle and I couldn't find it. It really upset me. And I was like, oh, I am such an asshole. (laughs) And I was like, oh, baby, don't worry. We're going to make sure we move everything. You know, and then it was like, you know, I went in and talked to our teachers and told them. And we, you know, told a couple other people. And I talked to Stefan and I was just like, I don't know how to address this per Mm -hmm. se. I don't want to give her additional anxiety by over-talking it to them. You know yeah, what I mean, like we're gonna make sure that everything yeah. comes with us. Yeah, because yeah. I can do that. I can yeah. stress out a room. But I do think we finally identified that it is that and that I just for me it was interesting that like at four I guess I just had a higher expectation of her being able to communicate her. Yeah. She's such a good communicator yeah. that like for her not to be able to say in her waking state, yeah. I'm worried about forgetting our toys, yeah. or I'm worried about, or I'm scared of moving, or I'm I don't want to move, moving, or I don't want to, yeah, you know, it, yeah. everything she says is, I want to move, yeah. I want a new room, yeah. I want a new brother, I want a new yeah. preschool. But um, so anyway, I just wanted to share it because I was like, you know what, that is, it was such a new thing for me to go through with her. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't all of those online resources that you found that suggested it was anxiety also have like suggestions? Yeah, and their suggestions are like, don't like. Because a lot of them say, you know, they're some side with, you know, they're doing this to get attention. And if you if you turn out giving them too much attention every time right. the stomach hurts, then it's going to become a thing she right. uses. Yeah. And they do say, you know, try and my teacher actually gave us a good idea of just try and work on ways to relate it back to you guys separate of the stomachache. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, like I used to get really scared about tests in school mm-hmm. you know or my first day of school or whatever mm-hmm. and i remember it used to make me break out in a rash you know like don't relate it back to a stomach ache or something but just like try and help them find ways to have conversations about it mm-hmm. i don't know we're just kind of playing it day by day and and I, something i did to make a big change was 
I started picking her up from school early now that we're going five days a week. Mm-hmm. I was picking her up at like 4.30, coming home, and we immediately start cooking dinner. So there's really no time for us to hang out. And I was like, you know what? I have the time to pick her up at 4. Mm-hmm. And like, and I said to her, what if I start picking you up a little earlier? And we come home and play a board game every day or play something like that every day before I have to start cooking dinner. Oh, that's nice. And she was like, that's nice. And she was like, yeah, because I mean... I have it. I have the ability yeah. to do it. And you and, won't in a few months. And I won't. Yeah. And we need to – The probably the biggest issue is that our time is starting to shift with her. Mm-hmm. Stefan's been working a whole lot. She's now in school every day. You know, just finding some sort of routine time to add into our life that's special just for her – that's nice. And us. So that's what I we're really like that's that. what we're trying to do. I don't know if there's like any crossover, but I had um I had uh, stress induced stomach aches when I was in high school, and the way that I got them to go away, other than figuring out that it was stress induced, yeah, was by literally just deep breathing. Yeah. And like I bet you could do that with a four year old. Like if yeah. she in the moment, like I think all the things that you're doing are more important. Oh, but like in idea. the moment of her saying like I have a stomach ache, like you could just try saying like let's take some deep breaths. You know, that's like, a good idea. Yeah. That that is all I did, yeah. <laughs> and it like totally. And then once I like knew how to make them go away, then then I never had them anymore. Oh, that's a really actually that's a really good idea because I mean Just there are some sites that were like you could do relaxation techniques. Yeah, like, but how am I doing right. relaxation techniques yeah, you with don't, a four year old? Right, but it's not comp. You know, no, not, but she knows how it. to take a deep breath. Right, <laughs> you know, we like, can do ten yeah. deep breaths and yeah. see if that helps. Yeah, um, usually no ice cream helps a great deal. <laughs> oh, my stomach feels oh. so much better. Oh my God, yeah, I'm sure. Sure it does. Um, well, speaking of ice cream and stomach aches, <laughs> which is the whole point of my discussion this morning. This week, we're going to be talking about food, getting your family to fucking eat it, <laughs> and uh, and trying not to stress yourself out or feeling guilty if you do not succeed at this uh, every every day of uh, every week of your child's life. Yeah. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes? Food. Yum. Delicious. Great. <laughs> why, why didn't we bring food into the studio? Oh, I got a bag of M&M's in my purse. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> so now that you have kids. Yeah. Uh, with more on the way. Mm-hmm. Now you have a kid with more on the way. Can I just jump in really quick and say, <laughs> I, because of this baby is the baby that I'm carrying right now, uh-huh. is getting like bigger and more like, I, like yeah. I feel like he's a person now and I can like talk to him and like, feel him move around and stuff. Yeah. I have I've had a couple moments where when I'm leaving the house with him and Simon, yeah. I have the thought of like, what do I need for the baby? Like, I kn- I have snacks for Simon. What does the baby need? And then I go, oh yeah, so far he doesn't really need anything except for <laughs> nachos me or whatever I need. <laughs> he needs nachos. But I have had like a couple <laughs> minutes of like, wait, do I have everything I need for the? And then I'm like, 
Yeah, he's oh, still yeah. inside me. He oh, hasn't yeah. come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> Everything he needs, I got. <laughs> yeah. I got plenty of time after this baby comes out yeah. to walk out to worry about everything. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Um, no, but food, but like food worries. I think yeah. like when you first have kids, there are a lot of food worries. And yeah. we're not talking about allergies today. I'm just going to put that aside. That, that mm-hmm. is a whole different discussion of food worries. I'm talking like... Are you are you feeding your kid right? Are you mm-hmm. getting them to eat enough vegetables? Are you getting them to you know like juice and like mm-hmm. all this stuff that's out there now? How do you how do you handle that? Like, what were your big worries? Yeah, with Simon when it came when it was time when he was really yeah, starting when he's to, starting eat. to eat. Yeah, I think we're not even gonna begin talking about baby oh, phase God, because today there's so many. Maybe we can down the road do an episode on feeding your baby, you like mean, like chewing you know, it up and spitting it in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, I feel like there, this whole topic was, like, much more stressful and worrisome, like, six, yeah. six to nine months, six to 12 months. Up to uh, a year, yeah, yeah, up yeah. To, You know, like, once they aren't just exclusively breastfeeding or exclusively formula or whatever, right. once you're starting to introduce, like, other foods, that's, like, really confusing and complicated. I feel like that deserves its yeah, own why show. Why have we not thought about talking about that? Well, we're going to have yeah. our babies and then we'll be dealing with it. Trim. So it'll be more. This is more like. You got kids. Yeah, kids, toddlers, we gotta feed young them. kids. Yeah. Yeah. I think um I think my biggest thing was like, how do I get I really wanted Simon to eat what Jesse and I eat. Right. And eat with us. Like yeah. I and I just did not want to be cooking a special separate grilled cheese on white bread with the crust cut off and you know (laughs) separate little thing for him that I knew he would eat and then have to cook a whole separate thing or have Jesse cook a whole separate thing for us like I just really wanted from the get-go to like start getting Simon on board for was he always eating with you guys at the same time you guys ate we or when did you introduce we've been mixing it up like we've definitely done a little bit of that from the get-go and then now it's sort of like we try to do that, but in our house, like if we're gonna eat like a, a real nice meal, Jesse's gonna cook it. If I'm yeah. totally honest, and like by the time he's able to be home and cooking, it's it's gonna be too late for Simon to right. eat. So I'd say like maybe sixty percent of the time, I'm making something for Simon and like sitting with him and snacking with him yeah. while he's eating dinner, and then Jesse and I will eat together after Simon goes to bed. But there are like, I mean, a good forty percent of the time, we do get it together to that's like make a meal for two. all of us. That's, yeah, he's that's too. really good. I yeah. don't think we started introducing, we started really enforcing that kind of thing until, you know, probably two and a half, three, because she well, so because much she about went your to schedule. Sleep. Yeah, too. it was about schedule. She went to sleep at like 6.37 at that oh, time. Oh, yeah. So you have and to eat way Stefan earlier. didn't always come home until, you yeah. know, seven. Yeah. And uh, I, for us, for, for that, you know, first two, three years, it was about. Stefan and I being able to sit down and have a meal together. Totally. And like, which is, and she there's was a lot of value in like, that. It was like, like I'm going to just cook up some chicken pieces and, you know, like yeah. cut up a little chicken breast with some like peppers and tomatoes and dump some sweet sour sauce on it. <laughs> Woo! With some rice. Dinner. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it wasn't, the kid eats a lot of salami. Um, <laughs> has always loved the sausage products. But uh, it wasn't until we had a new schedule. We were here in California. Stefan was working out of the house that we were like mm-hmm. really like, all right, we could all sit down at six mm-hmm. o'clock and eat. Yeah. You know, and her bedtime was later. Yeah. And then it does become a matter of, 
I really don't want to cook two meals. Yeah, and clean up and twice. I are getting and... like really exotic where I'm like, you know, like generally our rule once we put her at the same table with us mm-hmm. was I tried to make stuff like let's say we're doing chicken, mm-hmm. like chicken thighs or chicken legs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hers just doesn't have the, the toppings that we're putting on it. Like mm-hmm. let's say I do a marinade. I always hold out like one to two pieces with no marinade, mm-hmm. you know, and she's just having it. Mm-hmm. Um, Why do you do that? Because she doesn't like spice. Oh, okay. she really hates spice. Okay, so it has salt on it. Sometimes a lemon chicken she likes, mm-hmm. you know, like things like that. But Sweet a lot of times, stuff. Stefan and I do like spicier stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. So if we're doing like a Thai chicken marinade, oh, which, you I know, see. like yeah. I'm just not gonna make yeah the kid eat it. But we do have a rule that regardless, everything has to be tried once. Mm-hmm. Like that's our this is our official table rule. Mm-hmm. You have to be you have to try everything that's on your plate. Mm-hmm. And, and my my trade-off with that is I'm going to make sure there's some shit that you're actually going to eat on your plate. Uh-huh, you know? right, but, yeah. like, you know, if we're doing, let's say, roasted beets and, like, kale or, you know, like, some sort of sautéed green and, like, you know, that kind of thing, she has to eat it. She has mm-hmm. to try one bite. And if she says, oh, my God, gross, no dessert. Mm-hmm. Period. You have to try everything on the plate. You can't yell or scream about it. You get like, I mean, you get the like the past, the first like, right. I don't want to eat this. Yeah, and then it's like, and then let's then you're check not yourself. Have dessert. And then, and then yeah. she's like, I'll try it. That's funny. And like ninety percent of the time, she's like, I do like it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to eat all of it, mm-hmm. but she at least says she likes it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like we've we've decided steak. Really, she doesn't really like steak. We've made her eat steak like six times, uh-huh. and every time she's like, I really don't like this. Yeah. Then I'm like, I'm not going to make her fucking steak anymore. Right, yeah. So that's that's her night for chicken nuggets. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can just throw those in the oven at the same time and it doesn't mess anything up. Yeah. But it did become like a balance of what are like, like we try, I try and have like five or six things I know that everybody's going to eat. Spaghetti. You know, like everybody's going to eat this. I don't have to adjust this. I don't have to do anything to this. Everybody's fucking eating spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Everybody's eating grilled chicken. Everybody's eating grilled chicken and mm-hmm. green beans. No one's ever not eating these things, yeah. you know? Lamb chops. Child loves a lamb chop. Mm-hmm. Anything she can pick up like a dog and like eat like a heart. Mm-hmm. Fucking loves. Mm-hmm. But like, and then, but then there are other times where we don't. We just, you know, I'm like, fun, fuck it, tonight. Mm-hmm. So the quesadillas are tonight. Uh-huh. Steph and I will have 20 different ingredients in our quesadilla. Right. Yeah. Hers will she'll have cheese. Have, she'll have cheese, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm familiar with that. Like, yeah, just sort of like dumbing down your, dumbing your recipe down a, little a little bit. Yeah, That's right. The funny thing about Simon is I was thinking about this because like my parents used to um, do the same dessert thing like where we could have dessert if we ate our veg. Like we had to eat some some of yeah. our dinner and we had to eat all of our vegetable in order to get dessert. Right. And I'm certain that that's the only reason I ever ate any vegetables as a child. I like vegetables now, but I was really into dessert and we didn't eat a lot of sugar. Who's not so into dessert, right? Well, yeah. of, some people don't. I know. Actually, actually Catherine Bell's not really into sweets. <laughs> so, <anyway>. but anyways, <laughs> Simon is Simon is a really. I don't, I've never met anyone, like, people talk about their toddlers, like, oh, they don't ever eat anything, they'll eat, like, a cracker all day. Right. Simon eats yeah. everything. Yes. He loves food. Yes, he so will stop Catherine whatever Bell. we're doing and to eat. And yeah. he, like, like, he, I mean, it's really, it's 
pretty rare for him to just say like I don't want to eat that and when he does I just go okay well that's what there was so right you know what I mean like I don't go like okay well then let me go make you a scrambled egg or okay right. well then let me like I just go okay well because I assume well you're eating so much throughout the day like you're probably you're, fine. E- you're probably fine if you're not eating it you're probably not hungry right and um we haven't started giving him dessert and I would yeah, love really to put start. off doing dessert for a really long time but I sort of feel like dessert for kids is like the key it's a bargaining chip. It is because the only well, because I should I should say the only thing that I do sometimes have trouble feeding Simon is vegetables. Like he, yeah. there are some, there are a couple of things he will eat, but most vegetables he will not eat. Well, this leads to three things. Then that immediately pulls up three questions. Okay. One, the dessert thing's really not so much of a question, but I fully support the, like, holding off. Like, we yeah. didn't do, I don't think desserts really came till three, three and a half. Oh, okay. And, uh, and even then, it's just like a scoop of ice cream. She likes a plain. She likes a vanilla plain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, but, like, she doesn't like frosting. I mean, she likes frosting now. But, you know, like, we weren't doing, like, it's dessert. Here's cake and cookies. Oh, I just know? assumed like, you were feeding feeding her, like, a cake, massive yeah. pile well, of... I make cakes <laughs> every day. <laughs> you make a cake dinner. and you make a pie All and you right. let her decide Which what does she, she feel like that Exa- night. Exactly. Or cobbler. <laughs> um, but she was never really... We never fed her, like, sweets as a kid very yeah, much. Right. You know, like, I mean, there, like, it, there was never... Here's a, I don't I mean, see it was the like, benefit of it. It was like honestly. yogurt. I mean, like we gave yeah. her yogurt, like with strawberry. Yeah, like, yogurt. Yogurt, and yogurt. Yogurt honestly does have a shitload, a shitload of, sugar of sugar in sugar, it. Right. But that's enough. Like at least it also has like calcium and yeah. protein and <laughs> yeah, and fruit by itself. Right, it's fucking sugar overload. You know, it was uh-huh. like I guess the question is, what is this? We've never run into an issue with the vegetables. You haven't run into an issue with the vegetables? She fucking loves vegetables. She's oh. the kid walking to the farmer's market with, like, a cucumber in her hand, just well, eating. Well, cucumber. Him. But that's a vegetable. That's a vegetable. She loves Brussels sprouts. She loves Brussels sprouts. Now I will right. be on board. Brussels like, sprouts is unusual beets. for kids. She likes the meats. Okay. She likes the, she'll even eat some of the greens, but I do make my greens with totally bacon and, like, you know, vin- mm-hmm. vinegar. And, like, Still, all that's really stuff. impressive, like, she'll eating greens. Eat, you know, uh... Broccoli, she'll eat like the broccoli, but like we're going through a curtain phase where she's just not into the broccoli. But uh-huh. like, um, so I do believe that there's like a wall that they hit somewhere around like in three and a half, four, where they start to say, I don't like it. But like mm-hmm. up until then, it, you know, there wasn't a vegetable squash, you know, okra, zucchini. It, there's just pumpkin. I mean, like if she could eat it raw, mm-hmm. she just like goes through the farmer's market like green picking beans up vegetables. What about like yeah. if you make a salad? She'll eat we this. just, she kept saying no to the salad. Mm-hmm. And then two weeks ago, she was like, I want to try your salad. Huh. And she like had a piece of lettuce and she had that. I mean, because mm-hmm. usually I'll do the deconstructed salad for her. Like yeah. a bowl that's got... Tomatoes, cucumbers, and onions. Right. The kid loves yeah. onions. That's really and, cool. And, and and you're gonna you're about to totally tell me. I know you're about to tell me something, but I don't know. <laughs> but I'm gonna before I let you do that, I'm gonna talk about what an amazing parent. Stephen and I are definitely responsible. We are responsible, no, but, but because we've only we've never said to her vegetables are gross because I never understood how kids okay. like got into this whole vegetables are gross and yucky. Uh, and we just like I literally will skip things in books mm-hmm. where they're like. Like, but there's a tagline in it about vegetables. They'll even eat their Brussels sprouts. Oh. I just don't read that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, until she can read. She doesn't have to know how many lies I'm telling her. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
We just never said it. So our my assumption is that is why our child loves vegetables. Well, they do say that the best way to get your kids to eat vegetables uh-huh. is not to like be like, if you eat this, you can have that later, but rather to just not push it and let them see you eating, eating your them. vegetables yeah. every night and like that you really like whatever whatever yeah. whatever vegetable you really like to eat. Make that, serve it. Right. Always serve your kid a little bit and make sure that you're eating it too in front of them and mention that you enjoy eating that. Right. And eventually they will want to try it. And right. Will, the, supposedly that's the theory. So that's what I go on. But the, what, I mean, I think that's probably what you've been doing, and yeah. that's probably part of why it's working so well. And that's kind of the flip side of, I don't think there's a lot of parents out there being like, vegetables are gross, but you have to eat them. <laughs> like, I think every parent or most parents are out there trying to, like, sort of trick their kids into... Well, there's a lot of trickery. There is. There's a lot of trickery. There is. Yeah. But, um, but I think it sounds like what you guys have done is just be casual about this is how we eat healthy food. This is how we eat. We eat healthy we food. Eat. And this right. is what this is what the food is. The food yeah. is veg. A lot of vegetables. Here's like your that's protein, what we here eat. your vegetables. Yeah. Right. And um, so that, I mean, I I think you guys are doing a great job. You're fucking amazing. But, but you said but what I want, yeah, but what show. I wanted to say is that it is actually unusual for a child of Katie Bell's age to like vegetables, not because um, of like any kind of psychological reason right. that they like heard somebody say the vegetables are gross or something. Right. We know, and this is part of why she doesn't like spicy foods, we know that little kids' taste buds are different from adult taste buds. And the reason for that... <laughs> By we, it means not me. <laughs> okay, we like scientists, okay? Um, we know that they, that kids have special, very sensitive taste buds. Hmm. They're very sensitive to particular things that are associated with poison. And this is, kids have evolved. No, right. it's true. Kids no, have I'm evolved. Just because I am so ignorant. <laughs> no, kids, I mean, well, it makes sense. Ignorance. Kids are, kids have evolved to protect themselves in the wild from poisonous plants. We haven't weeded that out of them already? <laughs> and I'm serious. No, I mean, I mean if like, you think about, like, how long humans have been. plants are around anymore, you know? Well, right, like, but this only in, like, the last hundred years. Right. I mean, there's kids out in the world that you're not always with your kid, right. and your kid could just be hungry and eat a plant, you know? And, like, <laughs> no, it's, this I is know, true. It's and true. So, I know. And so basically, no, but it makes sense for Katie Bell, too, just because, as you've already mentioned, you modify all your things that you and Stefan really like to eat because you know she wants the milder flavors. Right. And that's true for most kids. And that's why, like, I don't take it personally if Simon doesn't eat a vegetable because I'm like, it tastes fucking nasty to him. (laughs) It might taste good to me because I have adult taste buds. And, like, if he doesn't like it, it just means his taste, to him, it tastes horrible. It's not that he's being bad. You know what well, I mean? I don't like, think the kids are no, being I know. bad. No, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just but saying, like, like, it's, it's, I'm not saying you are, but I think there, there is like a mentality yes. out there of like, you need to eat your vegetables and meh, but it's right. kind of like, well, it tastes fucking, like, I have this ingrained memory of my dad mm. making me eat raw zucchini when I was oh. a kid because I had, like, I had to eat this, like, pile of raw zucchini. Right. And <laughs> he has later apologized right, for this. Yeah, like, we, we joke about it. But yeah. I'll never forget the yeah. flavor of that. And it was, I mean, and even now, I, w- I would probably eat some raw zucchini. Like, I, like, I, I yeah. prefer my zucchini, like, a little steamed or grilled. Right. But, like, I would probably eat it raw with, like, a little little dressing or something. Yeah. It would be okay. But as a child, it tastes like you want to gag. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, so yeah. bad. And that's just because 
kids' taste buds are different. And so I just assume with Simon that even though he's there's a lot of veggies he won't eat right now, as long as I don't make a big deal out of it, I'm hoping... Fingers crossed that like as One his day. as his taste buds develop, as long as he's surrounded by people who are also eating vegetables, right. he too will someday eat, eat vegetables. A vegetable. Someday you shall eat a vegetable. Other than carrots. He's mainly I, like carrot, he'll eat carrot carrots. Good. And he loves fruit. Like he'll eat all oh, yeah. kinds of fruit. But he but mainly with vegetables, it's like Meh. carrot. Carrots. Well, today our guest is actually an an expert, maybe we can break her, um, in uh, meal planning and and that sort of thing. So hopefully we're going to be able to get some insight from her on how cool. to make life a little easier, especially, I know, for us about to have two like babies yeah. in the house. Do you think our guest will be able to help me figure out what I should bring, like, if yeah, I'm going and, I, and I, gonna... what I should bring for my unborn yeah. child? Yes. Like, Because she's an expert. having trouble preparing. Yeah, <laughs> preparing for... Tomorrow, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you need, nachos. All right, always have a always have a side plate of nachos in your bag. <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Justin McElroy, and in the rich fiction we just created, the hosts of this podcast have gone for a little pee break. Hi, I'm Travis McElroy. Quick, while they're not looking, slip our comedy in. I'm Griffin McElroy, the baby brother, and stop, I'm the police. What are we doing? This is my brother, my brother, and me, where we take questions and turn them into wisdom and make fun of you. We make fun with you? We make fun with you because English is our second language. Well, now it's getting racist. (laughs) We have... We literally had 25 seconds, and we did racist with it. So wait till you see what we can do with a whole hour on My Brother, My Brother, and Me. We're brothers. We're experts. And we're sorry. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Teresa. Yes? Do you have a genius moment this week? I kind of do. Yeah, sure. You want to go first? Sure. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Well... Listeners, you may remember me <laughs> complaining a few weeks ago about my horrible fail, uh, shared fail with Jesse in buying the absurdly wonderful uh, dining room table that is the worst dining room table to have with uh, toddlers and babies. Right. But one simple way I've mitigated the damage mm-hmm. is by getting a little tiny toddler table for Simon to sit at in the kitchen. Yeah, and he doesn't sit there when he's, like, sharing a meal with the family, but he can sit there for his snacks, and he can sit there if he's eating, if I'm going to feed him something and we're not eating right then, and he does great with it because they do it at school, so he's used to, like, sitting at a little table. He doesn't have to be in the high chair. He can just be at the little table, Um, and I can clean it in, like, two seconds. Yeah. And it's, so it's, like, maybe, like, half the cleanup that I was doing before, Genius. I'm not doing anymore. 
Yeah, it's it's amazing how kid furniture works really well for kids. Yeah, yeah, and he loves it. He just like what he like loves sitting. Yeah, it, so. yeah, and it can become like an art table. It gives him a yeah, new space in your kitchen. Yeah, he can sit there kitchen. to work too. Yeah, that's, that's great. great. Yep, thanks. Good job. Thank you. I love it. What do you got? My mine is also in the kitchen. How funny are oh, things yeah. in the kitchen? So Katie Bell, Catherine Bell, whatever. We were. Making like lunch, we were gonna make lunch, and I was like, "What do you want for lunch?" And she's like, "I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich." And I said, "She was like being kind of weird and antsy that day, like mm-hmm. kind of all over the place." And I was really not in the mood, mm-hmm. which I have not been in, called not in the mood, aka seven months pregnant. Yeah, not fucking mood. I said, "Do you want to make it?" And she was like, "Yes." Ooh. And I said, "I will lay everything out for you, mm-hmm. including the knife. We've been doing a lot of knife work recently." Nice. And uh, so I get the white bread out, but she's got to open up the bread. She's got to pull out the bread herself. You know, mm-hmm. she's got to lay it out on the cutting board, mm-hmm. open the peanut butter, open the jelly. I just, again, you know, the genius moment is really just the internal moment of, like, surrendering to whatever horrible things probably about to happen in terms mm-hmm. of mess of or course. mixing or whatever. Of course. But she did it. She That's loved, she put the awesome. sandwich together. She like, ate. How, how was it? Was it like? But, you know, so like a lot of it was like, the peanut butter did pretty good. She's pretty good at spreading the peanut butter. Uh, the jelly was just sort of like a clump. Because mm-hmm. it's, you know, we do, I mean, we do jam. Yeah. We don't do jelly. Right. So, it's so like there's like chunks fruit and strawberries yeah. and stuff. She did it. And then uh, she even cut it like in half. Mm-hmm. And she, I mean, she ate the crust. She ate all of it. Awesome. And she was just like, I made my sandwich. And then like. We had a little time the next morning, so I let her make one for school. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll teach you how to make a salami sandwich. Because, you know, again, I just don't want my kid to be like eight and being like, I don't know how to make a sandwich. Right. <laughs> that would be the worst. Right. So anyway, it just was a great... You And I was like, while she's doing that, I was able to get some stuff done in the kitchen. Because she didn't cool. want me in there right. messing with her while she was doing it. Right. It was great. That's awesome. It really was really That's great. So cool. It was really fun. So I thought that was pretty genius. Hi, so I I have been listening to your show uh, since you guys started, and I'm a new parent, and um, I never in my wildest dreams thought that I would be a parent. I just never thought it would happen, and I it happened. Anyways, my child is, um, he is uh, 10 months old, and I haven't accepted the fact that I am a mother, so I call him my <laughs> child rather than my son. Anyways, that's a whole other story. I have just discovered that there is this little market right around the corner from my house that is super awesome. It, they have beer on tap, they have free Wi-Fi, they have an awesome seating area outside, and it's the perfect little spot where I can go and sit for about 20 minutes because that's all the time I have free throughout the entire day. And I can sit there, and I can have a beer if I want, and I can use the Internet, and I can just sit there and stare at the sky if that's what I choose to do. And it's just, it's amazing. So I thought I should tell you that because I think that might be my genius moment this week. But I have to go because I have like three seconds until daycare starts charging me like $10 a second. Uh, Have a good week. Oh, that's really that's good. Great. That's really that's really genius. Cool. Ge- you know, again, the, I think the genius there is just saying, all I get is the 20. Yeah. So I'm going to make the most of that 20. Really good. I'm going to use it for a beer. I'm going to use it for a beer. Yeah. Oh, I miss beer so much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I miss, like, I know. the enjoyment really of good the right beer. Now. Right. Good job, Mom. Yeah, that's that really cool. That's pretty genius. Yeah. I don't know. I really hate hearing that call right now when I, I cannot go I and just have a beer. It's so soon, though. It's yeah. like three months soon away. Soon I'm going to be drinking so much while breastfeeding. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, uh, 
which sounds like that would be my fail five months from now. Um, fail time, toddler table. What do you got? Uh, yeah. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. I just, I've totally given up on my hair. <laughs> Like it's 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 over. I'm not even gonna go to the salon to like get a bang trim because I know they'll notice like all the other things that my hair needs, and I just <laughs> I don't have the time or the money to deal with it. I don't right. even want to go there. I don't want to be in there. You right can't now. lie down to wash hair. No, I'm yeah. just not doing it. I'm not doing it right now, and so it's really it's just really sad. <laughs> That's it. Your pregnancy glow out shines your hair, Teresa. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> Sarcastic L- compliments. Lies. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to his parents' house recently, and we always bring, like, her alarm clock. You know, so there's a rabbit. When the rabbit's mm-hmm. awake, you can come wake us up. When the rabbit's mm-hmm. not awake, you can't. You're mm-hmm. just in your room doing whatever the heck it is you want to do. Anyway, so we go to the parents' house, and Stephanie and I are like, let's set it later. Let's set it. Instead of for 7, let's set it for 7.30. Ooh. Yeah. And see if she right? notices. Sounds like a genius, yeah. right? Sounds yeah. like a genius moment. It's 7 o'clock the next morning. The door, Our door opens, and she's like, my clock's not, not working. working. <laughs> and we're like, well, how do you know it's not working? She says, because we have, like, the fucking smartest, like, retain. She's only been to, like, we only go to their house, like, Five, six times a year. Uh-huh. And they've got like a grandfather clock that oh, goes off that every goes off. hour. Gong, gong, gong. Oh. Right? Where if you grow up in it, you totally don't hear it. Right. But she was like, well, because the clock rang oh, seven times. My and, God. Which means it's time. And I was like, Steph and I look at each other like, are you kidding Yeah. Me? Yeah. Are you it's me over. That you put this you, together? You yeah. You can't trick her anymore. I know. It's I over. Like, That's oh. the fail. You're the fail is that we can't dumb her down anymore. <laughs> I have time to just put the TV on 24 hours a day. Yep. Ugh. Oh, that's so sad as shit. It was so bad. Hey guys, um, just calling in with a total fail. So my son Finn, he's six months old. Um, he just threw up on himself, and we were going to daycare to meet his new daycare people, so my wife can go back to work, and I could resume lawyering, and. Um, well, he threw up on his nice onesie, and the only other onesie we had in the car uh, had the big Wu-Tang W on it. So <laughs> we took him to meet his daycare person in a Wu-Tang Clan onesie. So they saw past my law degree into my juvenile love of rap, and I kind of look like a douchebag <laughs> and a bad parent who plays Wu-Tang in a car when his six-month, now seven-month-old son is there. So, great. Like... <laughs> it's it's uh, your kid has a greater appreciation for uh for a wide variety yeah of music and influence. Wu Tang's not that bad, Wu-Tang's right? Like, I mean, it's not like he's wearing it's not like an NWA shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like yeah, it's all right. You're all right, Dad. Yeah, you're all right. You're doing okay. <laughs> now, yeah, it's it's all right. Fair to call yourself a douchebag if you need to, but you're okay. You're okay. I think the fail might have been becoming a lawyer. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> went to law school, Teresa. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, by the way, I'm just kidding. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, 
call you on the phone. I love Teresa. Yes. Let's call a mom. Okay. Woo! This week, we are joined by kitchen living expert, Corianne Etienne of KitchenLivingWithCorianne.com. She is passionate about home entertaining, family cooking, cocktails, cocktails, and kitchen design. <laughs> a writer for Cultivate Celebrations and the Daily Meal. She's an on-air host and published recipe developer. She's been featured in numerous magazines, including More and Traditional Home. Uh, and she's here to solve all of our... <laughs> Meal planning and kitchen problems. <laughs> Welcome, no pressure. Welcome, Corianne. <laughs> Hello, darling. Thank you for letting me into your lives. <laughs> Please fix our lives. <laughs> um, we will always start uh, with our guests by asking, uh, "Who lives in your house?" Well, well, we have we have a full house. I like to call it chaos in style. <laughs> we have my um, terribly British husband, who I picked up when I lived in London. His name is Alex, but I refer to him as Sexy Alexi. Yes. Um, and then I have my eldest daughter, Margo, who's nine. And she is pretty much a mini version of me with all of the drama that comes along with being myself. <laughs> um, we have Little Sawyer, who's seven, who is a miniature dry wit version of his father. <laughs> and then little tiny five-year-old Zam Zam, his real name is Zondra, but we call him Zam Zam, who is kind of a cross between Jim Belushi and the frat boy that all the girls fall in love with. And then we have two dogs. Oh, Spinoza and Nietzsche. Teresa always gets more excited about the dogs. I get really excited about the dogs. (laughs) (laughs) And then the whole conversation derails, derails. and I wind up editing it out later. But But congratulations on your two wonderful dogs. (laughs) That does sound like a full house. Um, Yes, a full house, full chaos, um, which means we were talking earlier, it requires. A considerable amount of mummy medicine. So come, you know, 8.30, once the children go to bed, I have no qualms about uh, pouring myself a little stiff highball and reminiscing about my glorious day. <laughs> when it was just you and the two dogs. Wait, these aren't the glory these, days? What? <laughs> um, so <laughs> three children, two dogs. Sexy Lexi, it makes me feel a little like I should really be able to yeah. pull together a better lunch for my kid. Yeah, so- <laughs> seriously. I should I'm really, like- I mean, at least, Biz, at least you're planning meals. That's I'm just true. like going to the fridge every night at 530 and being like, what's in here? What can so, I make of Yeah, this? but you know what? Frankly, I mean, there's a, lot, there's a lot of talk. I mean, you go to Pinterest and you feel like you need to shoot yourself in the right. head because- there are a million meal planning, meal budgeting, meal scheduling, yada, 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 yada. But the fact is, you know, real life involves being able to fly by the seat of your pants. And as as much as I would love to say that I am an avid meal scheduler, there are times when it's 5 o'clock at night and I go, bloody hell, what are we going to eat? Um, and it, I call that a carpet picnic. We yeah. basically open up the fridge and we go, all right, should we have some of this, some of this, some of this? And we, I serve it because that's, that's part of real life. I mean, we all, we all aim and aspire to have beautifully cooked, picture perfect, magazine ready <laughs> meals on the table, a la Norman, Norman Rockwell. 
but it doesn't always happen that way. You have one child who goes, oh, I don't want any broccoli, and you have another child who said, he had more bacon than I did, and then you have <laughs> another child who just sits there the whole time and looks at their fork as if they have no idea what the hell it is. <laughs> and that's just that's just life. Um, and, you know, I, I start out every week. Actually, let me premise this. At the beginning of every school year, I'm brilliant. I am like <laughs> the mummy on steroids. Right. I have schedules and, and action lists and chalkboards and dry erase boards. <laughs> this is what we're having Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. This is what I need to buy from the grocery store. This is what you're having in your lunch. And then about October 1st rolls around and reality <laughs> sets in. Um, and it slowly but surely it dwindles until December when I go, oh, my God, I need to go to the grocery store. We need to have this. We need to have that. Or we end up having the same five meals right. um, every week. And that's just, you know, that's just part of life. And I don't think people should beat themselves up if they don't know what they're going to eat in 14 days. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? We're having uh, Thai chicken salad with. Uh, yeah, you also you also don't even need to consult your calendar because you have it all in. Your I have head. it all in my head, guys. It's all laid out. I don't know what you're. <laughs> Wait a second. Maybe I am the kitchen expert. Um, we're just happen to be having that Thai salad every day. You know, it does help to have a menu plan so when you go to the grocery store. You don't end up buying the same 36 items right. every right. time. Yeah. Um, so it does It does help. You know, I keep my cookbooks in my kitchen. And a little yeah. tip, never put them by the fridge or the oven because they'll expire quickly. Oh. So keep them on a dry shelf and kind of look at them. We kind of do, well, we kind of do as if we do it every week. Uh, last week, we all sat around, we all grabbed a cookbook, and we each picked something we were going to we were going to have. And so hmm. we didn't end up with the same mundane items, you know, that we have every week. Um, and, you know, that, that kind of helps. It creates kind of like a family activity. But the reality is, is that not everybody has an hour on a Sunday to do something like this. Right. So, you know, making little notes along the way, oh, I'd like to try that or I'd like to do that. Is, is a great thing to have. But the other thing that's so important to do is to have a week where you just live out of your freezer or you yeah. just live out of your pantry because otherwise you end up with 47 cans of tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we have yeah. right now like five half bags of egg noodles because that are left over from like the fall like winter when we were doing Swedish meatballs all the time mm -hmm. you know or crock pot dinners and now that it's 100 degrees where we live every day if you're not cooking on the grill or making some sort of salad based meal <laughs> you're not cooking or you're not having anything because mm -hmm. you can't turn an oven on in the house right now you know and so like but there's just I got a pantry full of noodles and and I, yeah. the only thing I can think about to do with these damn egg noodles is make Swedish meatballs. <laughs> That's it. So, but yeah, but yeah, you're right. You know so. what's really good with those egg noodles is all you need to do is get a little bit of hard cheese yes. and a little bit of butter. Yes. So put some cream and some hard cheese and some butter in a saucepan and just whisk it until it's warm. And then cook those egg noodles, strain them off while they're still hot, throw that creamy, buttery cheese sauce over it. And then serve that. They'll love it. Kids don't like a lot of flavor, pungent aromas. And it's so, it'll take you like five, ten minutes max. If you have a second helping, I advise that you put some spanks on. If you make it my way with butter and cream, <laughs> you'll need the spanks. But the children are like, oh my gosh, this is so good. You're brilliant. But yet all you did was really just kind of whisk a few things together and 
put it in a bowl. Oh my god, that's genius! Yeah, it sounds like just like <laughs> it, it like, sounds like gourmet mac and cheese. Yeah, basically. gourmet mac and cheese. <laughs> you know, while you're saying that to me, I'm like this. Oh, I could just totally put like, you know some tomatoes, oil vinegar, like whatever on top of the. Dumb well, I noodles. think you're just but afraid yes. of your stove right now. I am afraid of my really stove because right we now. do not have central air conditioning, <laughs> so I, do, I try to avoid the, the stove altogether. But um, all right, so it's, it's so we've talked about it's helpful to you know make a stab at some plans, but at the same time to just commit to the pantry and the freezer. Um, overhaul and to forgive yourself uh, for not having a plan uh, is also good. Um, what about back to school lunches? Like, what about? Because, like, I know for me, like, I do make my uh, daughter's lunch uh, every day, and I'm like you. Like, I start off at the beginning of the year, like, I am the master of the lunch. <laughs> we are going to have such variety, and you know. But, like, I don't want to go to the store eight times, so, like, I've at least learned the lesson that, like, first half of the week is fresher vegetables, second half of the week maybe raisins or grapes, and those last a long time in the fridge mm-hmm. or, you know, stuff like that. But I'm, I'm eventually just sending my kid to school with salami sandwiches every day, <laughs> which may not be the best thing. So how do you, like, attack back-to-school lunches? Okay, well, here's the thing. Don't beat yourself up. I'm sure my children went to school with a salami sandwich. When are we, like day four of the school year? <laughs> but, you know, this this is the thing. First of all, figure out how much your children eat. Yeah, I, you know, I have, a pin, I have a Pinterest lunch board. And I've been looking at the pins and repinning them and going, oh, that's just brilliant. Who are these geniuses? I want to become their best friends. I want them to make my children's lunches. They obviously don't have lives. But... <laughs> You know, my children have 20 minutes to eat, depending yeah. on the child. I yeah. have the one child who talks the whole time, and so they come home with a full lunch, and I say, um. are you starving? Like, what did you eat? I have one child who eats everything because they're in a mission to get on the playground, and they want to eat and go. And I have another child that's like hit or miss, depending on who they sit next to. So figure out how much they eat. Stop overpacking yeah. the lunchbox, which I think a lot of us have a tendency just to say, well, they need to have fruit and grain and protein and dairy and the five points of the, of the universe. But that doesn't always happen. So figure out what they eat and start with a protein and a fresh produce. And then, you know, something that you definitely know they're going to devour, like some cheese and crackers or some potato chips or, or something. Right. So use it that way. So once you know how much they eat, then guide your lunch based on that. You mentioned grapes. So here's what I love to do. I buy a whole bunch of grapes, and I wash them, dry them, stick them in the freezer. And then when it comes time to serve the lunch, I put like four or five frozen grapes in their lunchbox. So they not only keep it cool, but they also um, are kind of like a fun little treat. So it means that you don't have to buy so much fruit all the time. You can do the same thing with like melons, um, berries. Um, apples, not so much, but I tried and it was a disaster. Um, but certainly, you know, but, but certainly things like, um, grapes and berries are great and you can pop those in the fridge and they can have like a frozen fruit salad. But in terms of, um, kind of tick trips and 
kicked. I can't even speak now. I'm so riled up about the whole lunch thing. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> one, one, one thing that I do is I make the sandwiches the night before and I say, okay, like we have a rule. If I let my children pick, we would have Nutella sandwiches every single day. And I'd be broke and my children would have no teeth. So I make a rule. I say you can have meat or cheese or meat and cheese sandwiches all the way until Thursday. And then on Friday, you can have like a butter and jam sandwich or like a sweet treat kind of sandwich like Nutella. So I know they're going to eat that. And then I throw in um, little kind of diced cheeses or, you know, convenient kind of lunchbox cheeses, things like that. But you could spend hours creating dinosaur-shaped sandwiches and hoping <laughs> that they'll eat them. But the reality is they have 20 minutes right. to kind of shove it in your face and get out the door. So depending on their age group, I, I kind of... Um, say, these are the things you can have in your lunchbox. Go and choose two to put in now, and then I'll make your sandwich. And that way, I have more time to relax and chat with them, and that they're taking a more active role of what they're putting in their lunchbox, as long as I obviously micromanage by saying, it's a control freak in me. You can have these three things in your lunchbox. <laughs> choose two. Right. Well, okay. Now, here's, because I am an overthinker and have, like, weird food sensation issues. Like, Stefan will eat, <laughs> my husband will eat anything all the time. I mean, really. So, I hear you say, I make the sandwich at night. And my brain immediately goes to... Well, the bread's going to dissolve. It's going to get smushy. It's going to get wet. It's going to get like the sandwich grease is going to get it. Blah, blah, blah. It's just going to be gross the next day. Am I crazy? Or is there a trick no, to like preserving? No, you're just a much better mother than I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am just a completely compulsive, obsessive, like weirdo when it comes to food. Um... But like, uh, okay, well, well, are let you me, putting, let me like, you're not it putting... this way. If I was going to eat the sandwich, I wouldn't make it the night before. But right, <laughs> <laughs> my children haven't quite gotten to that point yet where their uh, yeah. palates are that refined. So if I yeah. make a sandwich, you know, and we're talking the sandwiches I'm making, we don't eat a lot of mayonnaise. Like, yeah, we don't we'll put yeah. like some soft. We'll put some soft butter, some cream cheese, um, really lightly. We don't use a lot, a lot. So we just use a little bit. Um, with some meat and some cheese, and we cut it up, and it's in there, and it's ready to go. I've been pretty fortunate that the children haven't caught on to what a, a fresh sandwich tastes like, <laughs> a day-old sandwich. Um, so they won't be listening to this podcast. Right, guys. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it only takes, how long does it take? It takes a minute to put a sandwich together. So, you know, you can make them in the morning. It's just more of my thinking is, um, you know, this is what I'm going to do. But the other thing that's fun that people kind of forget are things like um, you can make muffins. So if you made like a, yeah. a cornbread muffin or or some sort of savory muffin, I mean, or even like a, a fresh blueberry muffin and threw that in, that's, that's just as good as a sandwich. They've got their carbohydrates. They've got their fruit. The children will definitely eat it. So there's different things like that. And then to think beyond the, the kind of normal things, we throw in olives. We toss in um, kind of fruit mixes, like dried fruit mixes, so like they can have a dried fruit salad. Sometimes I'll buy, um, you know, the 1970s party mix where you put like the checks and the pretzels yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. the crackers. So I'll do something like that and throw that in with some dried fruit and just to give it a little bit of variety. But, you know... Life is busy, and we just want our children to eat while they're at school. At least that's my priority. I can't right. tell you how many times I've, they've come home with either not a lunchbox at all 
which has already <laughs> happened this year. What happened to your lunchbox? I don't know. I'm like, really? So you're going <laughs> to, that was a $15 lunchbox. Let's calculate how many times I'm going to have to buy a lunchbox this year. Um, so I'm just excited that they come home fed and they come home with a lunchbox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I've also heard from a lot of parents like the just the idea of like they really are not going to eat that much at school. Like that's not the yeah. meals that you should be like worrying about per se, like because they just don't have time to eat or they don't eat. So like give them something, <laughs> you know, so that they are able to eat something Energy. if they're hungry and they have time and call it oh, a yeah. day. Oh yeah, I focus on the after school snack. That's where I oh. make sure they get something healthy. So for example, I buy just to be quick. I buy those ready-made um, croissant dough tubs. I, I mean, I look like some sort of hoarder, but I've got <laughs> them in my fridge. And I pop those open just like 10 minutes before the bus comes. I put in some ham and some cheese, and I, um, I'll cook those up so I know they've got like a hot ham and cheese croissant when they come home with some fruit or some vegetables. And then they're all set to go. So, or a yogurt or something. I make sure that the after-school snack is where the really kind of um, heavy-hitting healthy bits. Are. If some, if some pregnant women show up after school at your house, is, will you feed us too? Oh no, I'm just like holy absolutely, holy shit! That croissant yeah. that I have going to the store today and doing that is just dumb that I haven't thought of that. That is so genius. Totally genius. That is genius. Well, Corianne, this has just been fantastic. I, I think that everything that has come out of your mouth has been a pearl of like genius wisdom. I'm just like, oh, all I have to do is that? Ah, why am I making my life so difficult? Um, which is a question we constantly ask on this show. Um, but I just want to thank you so much for joining us. And I, we are going to link everybody to all of your exciting sites. But I mean, you can always check... Uh, her out at kitchenlivingwithcorianne.com. You can join her Facebook page, which we'll also link up with, which, of course, is Kitchen Living with Corianne. And she even has an Etsy shop. So if you're like me and obsessed with adorable things in your kitchen, uh, you can also go to uh, Corianne uh, Etienne at Etsy.com. And we just thank you so much. Oh, I love being here and keeping it real, darling. Keeping it real. <laughs> well, you have a wonderful day, and we will talk to you soon. All right, darling. Speak to you later. All right. Thank Bye. you. Thank Bye. You. All right. Bye-bye. I got to talk to her for like a two more hours with a list of very specific questions. I know. Right? I liked all of her ideas. I thought they were all great. And yeah. I thought what I really liked that I thought was, it, which has taken me three years or four years to figure out is the like, all right, at least three things that I'm doing this week, uh -huh. I'm basing on what's in my freezer or my, you know, yeah. pantry. And yeah. we've also just come around to the like... The picnic thing where mm -hmm. I'm like a bowl of tomatoes, a bowl mm -hmm. of cut up fruit, 
some salami and different kinds of bread. Yeah. You know, like that's dinner. Like yeah. that is a dinner. And people it's can not even it. like necessarily about being like being something easy. It makes sense if you think about just like using up your food. Yeah. Because like I always feel so bad if I'm throwing something out. Oh, you know what I mean? But I then I'm like, but this doesn't go with where we're, and we're not. Oh, it's getting stale. Yeah. It's getting worse. Yeah. It's just so it's a awful. good, it really is a good reminder of like ways to just use that stuff up and not feel guilty that you like didn't make it into some amazing Amazing. Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like if you can come up with like five things to do with rice, then it's fine to always have a ton of rice right. in your house. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. it is just about keeping it simple and keeping it easy and not everything. I mean, <laughs> those croissant ham cheese. Oh my God. That's really out Yeah. That is dumb. <laughs> so dumb. I feel like it's like, so good. Um, well, now that we're feeling, <laughs> feeling so great. Yeah. Let's listen to a mom have a breakdown. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Mommy rant of the week. In Barnes and Nobles last night with my four-year-old daughter and one of my friends, and when I tell her it's time to leave Barnes and Nobles, she throws a fit, freaks out, and then proceeds to yell in front of the entire store, I hate you, you're fat, and I just look at her. I want to punch her, but of course I don't and I can't, but I'm thinking, yes, I am fat. I'm only 24. You're four. You ruined my body. I hate you. Let's go. You're not getting the dumb purse that has a horse attached to it. But I calmly, coolly collected myself and took her from the store and just put a smile on my face and said, let's hold it together for the next couple hours. I love you so much. That's how you know you are one bad mother. <laughs> wow. Wow. That is like our shit. shit. Yeah. That is our rantiest of rants. Yeah. I like how she had her own introduction, too. I know. She introduced the segment for us. <laughs> she did. We appreciate that. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is, you know, and we don't actually... We don't actually touch, I think, a lot on sort of that rage that, yeah. that you feel when... I, I know for me personally, I've been having to deal with it. I, I dealt with a, a great deal the first six months of Catherine Bell's life, like uh-huh. just the, the sheer level of frustration and like with the nonstop crying or the nonstop, like there was like nothing I could do to fix it. And I would get so angry and so like out of control. And I, you know, you have that moment where you're like, I, I see it. I see how people snap and yeah. lose their minds. Yeah. I do. You know, and I got to pull myself back. And yeah. then, like, being pregnant at this stage of the pregnancy, my patience is, again, like, zero. And I get if if she starts pushing past a certain point, I, just, I, I get that, like, yeah. <laughs> and you don't want to do it. You pull it back. But it's hard. So I really commend you yes. for pulling it back because there is nothing worse than being in public. There's nothing worse than when your kid says something that they don't mean, you know, I mean, not, I, ugh, that's like the worst, yeah. you know, they're just a four. It's totally not personal. But it it's still just, feels it personal because so it's personal. the moment, you know, and yeah. it's just, it is embarrassing. It is uncomfortable. And you pulled it back. Yeah. And so, like, you powered through it. You got her out of the store. You got you out of the store. You remembered the key thing, which is that your child is the child and you are the adult. That's right. And therefore, unfortunately, it falls to you to, like, have it together. Right, because your kid does not care that they ruined your body or that 
You don't have free time. Your kid doesn't give a shit that you're tired. Your kid does not get... I always loved hearing parents be like, don't you understand that I'm tired? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. What is that like? I don't have... I'm not tired. Yeah, I don't give I a shit, play. mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, so wrong person to have that discussion yeah. with. And it's like the one of the really hard things about being a parent. I think the whole like, I don't know. We, we come back to this like every week. It's taking the pressure off. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it seems like we have a couple of things that keep happening. You know, it's one, try and take the pressure off. Try and remember that these are just moments. It's not really constant as constant as it feels it's moments and you can take a step away from a moment and say this will be over yes oh my I, god that's so true i can survive anything for two minutes yeah i can survive anything for 10 minutes mm-hmm. you know and when it comes to like the pressures that we feel for food or plant you know i fed katie bell hot dog and chicken nuggets every day for a week once that was what she ate yeah and you know what she's fine she'll be fine she's fucking fine yeah. so will i yeah i ate those things too and they probably hey, was you way. Fed her. It was. I fed her. <laughs> it was way worse for me than it was for her. Her body is designed to process that shitty food. Um, but I'm not gonna let it. Like I'm not gonna beat myself up about it. Yeah. You know. And we should all try not to beat ourselves up about it. If yeah. you can keep a protein in them, you keep something fruit or vegetable in them. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. That you've won. You've won for the week. <laughs> yeah. Just keep it simple. Yeah. You're doing a great job. You're doing great. You're doing really great. <laughs> I mean it. Uh, Teresa, you are doing a really great job. Thank you, Biz. You are too. Thank you. Let's celebrate with this bag of M&Ms I have in my purse. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, I told down mama through. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, I MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.